power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupong. Be blessed as you listen. supernatural injunction on any activity of the enemy in this place we declare the hearts and the minds of the people of god sanctified and made ready for them to have an encounter with their father this morning to glory father to glory son to glory holy spirit in jesus most excellent name have we prayed with thanksgiving amen shall we put our hands together for the lord oh don't sit here it's like you adore this morning is it because of the fasting can you put your hands together for the lord Oh, clap like you didn't borrow those hands. Clap like you don't have ulcers in your palms. Hallelujah. All right, you may take your seats. I didn't know breakfast made such a difference in people's lives. Hallelujah. How many of you are excited to be in church today? Hey, why today? What? What? Some spirit of darkness. Who do or fail? hallelujah oh some of you are still tired from friday night stretching oh friday night was awesome hallelujah after doing hour of travel seven to nine 30 minutes break and we fired from 9 30 to 12 30 pray our street those of you who came clap for yourselves hallelujah it's possible to pray three hours it's not it's not uh, subsequently maybe i shall i shall lengthen the court <laughs> as for this year it is stretchment now everything is meant <laughs> face meant face your <laughs> yeah it'll get to a time when we do the stretch like that everybody will leave I'll be left with the pastors alone. Peter, James, and John. <laughs> That's when we'll enter the Mount of Transfiguration. You understand? Yeah. This year we'll pray all kinds of prayer. Hallelujah. All right. And we thank God for the year of breaking out. Amen. Tell somebody you will have a testimony this year. Tell another person you will have a testimony this year. Hallelujah. You see, once in a while you take the play back the tape of what I said on 31st night. Alright? Remind yourself of the things I said under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Some of the things I said, I mentioned that some of you will, will you mount platforms that you never thought were possible now. And it's going to happen. Amen. <laughs> Just this weekend, my wife got an email. And when she read it, she was like, no, this is not possible. I said, what is it? 
you know that the biggest pediatric oncology conference in the whole world where actually the protocols for treatment worldwide are decided the biggest conference the 2021 is going to be held in canada and she got an email that of all the oncologists in africa she's the only one who's going to speak at that conference and you said this i said no she said how is this possible i said have you forgotten the year we are in is a year of breaking out i said have you forgotten that on 31st night i made some declarations that you will stand on platforms and i pray that it will be so for you in the name of jesus as it has started for some people may it spread through the church hallelujah you will jump to heights you never thought were possible within a year it's because it's a year of breaking out amen so today the fasting is for leaders and church workers say leaders and church workers and i'll define church workers anybody who is in any ministry prayer choir and we are meeting this evening at seven o'clock venue yet to confirm but what are the possibilities basketball court or where we have our travel so please look out for the church page the venue will be confirmed so prayer team choir technical and media team organizing team protocol team evangelism team ccm chair carrying ministry uh, what have i left out children's ministry the what yeah 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 the finance people the money people <laughs> yeah we are all expected to be there hallelujah so the heads of the teams make sure your people come okay make sure your people put messages on your pages and all of that we are going to pray from seven o'clock pastor Alpha, when will you release us seven to till, till the lord says we should stop <laughs> it won't be too long it won't be too long but we are we are fasting today tomorrow the chain fast continues and then the following week we start the continuous 14 day one hallelujah so just make sure you avail yourself this morning i want to briefly share with you something that i believe will help you all right i want to share with you something i've entitled give no place to the devil everybody say give no place to the devil tell somebody give no place to the devil tell somebody give no place to the devil hallelujah yeah it's it's an instruction give no place to the devil let's look at ephesians ephesians chapter 4 verse 27 ephesians chapter 4 verse 27 it says neither give place to the devil this is paul speaking he says we should not give any place to the devil let's see how the amplified puts it leave no such room or foothold for the devil give no opportunity to him let's read this one together go give no such room or foothold for the devil give no opportunity to him hallelujah now this devil we are talking about he is called satan and satan comes from the hebrew word shatan which means the adversary the adversary he stands against us he works against us he works against our destinies 
and his agenda and his mission statement has been made clear in the bible the bible says the thief cometh not but to steal to kill and to destroy that is his agenda in your life to steal to kill and to destroy now when you become born again god gives you authority over this devil in fact the devil can never do anything in your life until you give him the chance hallelujah when if the devil is working in your life it's because you give him the chance now it says leave no such room or foothold everybody say a foothold say foothold how many of you agree that we are in a battle whether we like it or not as christians we are in a battle and there are reasons why we are not living in total victory in spite of all the authority we have in spite of all the power we have the bible says behold i give unto you power to trample over scorpions and snakes and over all the works of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you the authority is there the power is there why is it that satan is still able to to get one over us from time to time why is it that we are not living in total victory I believe it is because there are certain footholds there are certain rooms there are certain doors that we open to the enemy so at the end of the day it's like all the binding and the losing and things that you do you negate it if the back door is open and the enemy can come back in hallelujah is that a foothold let me use an analogy to explain to you what a foothold is imagine a bad person maybe an arm robber or something is chasing you and you are running towards your home you get to your house you open the door and the aim is to close the door and shut it to the enemy so that the enemy cannot harm you but just as you are about to shut it the enemy puts his foot i'm trying to explain what the foothold is the enemy puts his foot in the doorway and so long as that foot is there you can never fully shut the door and you will never be fully safe from the enemy that is what a foothold is there are many of us who have given the enemy a foothold in our lives and because of that we cannot shut the door totally let me tell you the devil's characteristics are very clear in the bible what the devil does how he does it his modus operandi is clear in the bible one of the things that is clear in the bible about the devil and how he does his things is that he never gives up don't think you deal with the devil once and that is it and he will never come back look at what the bible says it says when an evil spirit leaves a man he goes around walking around in dry places and he always comes back and depending on what the state of the place he left is that is what is going to determine whether he comes back and rehabilitates or he goes away hallelujah even jesus christ in the wilderness when the devil came to tempt him he came the first time jesus dealt with him he came the second time jesus dealt with him he came the third time and the bible said he left him for a season hallelujah so don't think maybe oh some of the things that you see that are recurrent in your lives it doesn't mean you never had victory you did but the enemy came back and found you in a state that was too vulnerable and he was able to overcome you again hallelujah 
He never gives up. Look, you can't kill the devil. You can't kill Satan. If you go anywhere and you are praying prayers and they say today we are killing Satan, they don't know what they are talking about. If Satan could be killed, he would have been dead thousands of years ago. But he's a spirit. He can't die. Hallelujah. You can't finish the devil and, and, and say, I've killed him. Spirits don't die. That is why the Bible doesn't authorize us to kill spirits. To kill the devil. We are given the opportunity and the power to bind devils. And the Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. So we can resist them, we can bind them, we can hold them, but we can't kill them. Hallelujah. That is why when it comes to this thing called prayer, there are many scriptures that point to the fact that you should pray continually. It is a continuous thing. They say, oh, I've, I've finished praying. I'm done. I've, I've graduated. I have my akapi. I'm, I'm done with prayer. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 It says what? Pray continually. Another version says pray without ceasing. Hallelujah. Because the person we are dealing with, the entity we are dealing with never gives up. He will go away for a season just like he did with Jesus Christ. And he is going to come back. And depending on how he finds you, the state he finds you, if he finds you opened up, if he finds you without walls, if he finds you having broken the hedge, then he comes back and your victory seems to have been negated. But I pray that this year you, you shut every door and remove every foothold that allows the devil entry into your life. Hallelujah. It says pray without season. If you read Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18, Give me Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18. Yeah, this is the first Thessalonians. He says, pray without season. That means don't stop praying. Continually be praying. Because that thing that you think you are finished with, if you go back to sleep, the enemy will come after giving you respite for a season. That is what happens with things like besetting sins and weaknesses and stuff like that. It's like you are never able to overcome them. The state you reset yourself to to be able to overcome it for a season after a while you just drop from that level the enemy goes for a season and comes back and realizes that no you have dropped from this level where i couldn't attack him you have dropped from this level where i couldn't have my way with him if by the time he comes you have dropped then it becomes trouble that is how cycles are formed in people's lives so this year that we are breaking out and you are breaking out from cycles it will mean consistency in prayer and being consistent in the spirit hallelujah this thing about prayer that we believers do today we pray three days we won't pray some people once a month we say prayer meeting you don't come things like that it says pray continually continually even as you're on the world you should be praying hallelujah Ephesians 18 says praying what Oh, say it again with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints hallelujah sometimes that foothold that thing that is in the way that that makes it impossible for you to shut the door completely maybe something you may call very small very little 
but you see the small things are the ones that can create big gaps big gaps always start as small if there is a foothold and you don't deal with the foothold very soon the foothold will become a stronghold then it becomes more difficult to deal with it there may be little things that you don't even consider significant but once those things constitute disobedience everybody say disobedience disobedience is always a foothold for the devil anything that qualifies as disobedience is a foothold in your life the scripture that led to that portion that i read in ephesians chapter 4 verse 27 let's start from the verse 25 you see where it came from before it ended in giving no place to the devil i'll show you one of the footholds it's something we don't pay a lot of attention to but it's a very serious thing he said therefore putting away lying speak every man truth with his neighbor for we are members of one another hallelujah it was building up and what is he talking about here lying these days we don't consider lying a sin again you are on the mobile phone you are standing at Kolebu station they call you oh i'm i'm in a lecture can you pee, 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 pee? why the lecture is it a transportation lecture where you are learning how to move cars and stuff like that we we lie people lie for different reasons somebody said ah there are some lies you need to lie in order to get out of trouble this thing that the truth shall set you free no in certain situations it doesn't work the truth will rather put you in handcuffs <laughs> it will never set you free so you have to lie to get your way out people lie to keep a certain kind of appearance because you think people think of you in a certain way you need to lie to keep it recently I, I was watching TV and I saw part of a movie a man lied to his wife or his wife to be and based on that lie the woman said yes it was when they got married that the lie came to, to light it's like ah, you lied to me he says we should put away what lying it is a very, very very bad spirit to lie now we are not afraid of lying to the extent that even in testimonies people lie you exaggerate you add pepper you add salt you add some garlic so that the testimony will be very palatable so everybody will say oh praise the lord god is working in your life you can't say praise the lord hey god is good though and you add things that are not there in fact god has come down seriously if it was old testament you 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 stand in a church and in an attempt you want to give glory to god with a lie just say magnify me with lies have you seen that in the bible before he says the true worshippers shall worship me in spirit and what not with lies oh not with exaggerations hallelujah there are different types of lies there's the lie that you lie without saying anything you know that you know what i'm talking about you lie by not saying anything <laughs> you know there is an assumption and the truth is when you open your mouth and you correct that assumption in keeping quiet you have supported a lie and you have lied every lie that comes out of your mouth some of the lies it comes out of keeping your mouth shut 
it is a lie you know this thing the person has assumed maybe you are in level 100 but a person has assumed you are in level 300 and you are speaking and he's speaking to you like level 300 and you say mm, 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 mm. oh yeah 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 mm, mm. and you are accepting it and receiving it and, you know things like that That's it. you have not opened your mouth oh, you are mm, but you are lying big time is saying put it away some people are wearing the line like a belt put it away some are wearing it like a jacket put it away some are wearing it like a raincoat covering their head their toes everywhere put away the line hallelujah hallelujah truth sets you free you see lying will, will seem to give you temporary freedom but in the fullness of time it will come with disgrace it will come with embarrassment it will come with the tainting of your name we have categorized the sins into big sins medium sin small sin in our minds Ananias and Sapphira what killed them? lies they just lied I never saw God kill anybody in the New Testament for adultery the one they wanted to stone Christ Jesus saved them he said, whoever doesn't have anything, be the first to cast the stone. So, look, the way God sees things eh, is completely different from the way we see things. You think, oh, me, I'm lying. I lie 10 times a day. She fornicates twice a week. I'm better than you. are not better. Every sin is a sin. Tell somebody, every sin is a sin. When the Bible says, if a man keeps the whole law and infringes in one, he is guilty of all. What it means is that in God's eyes, all the sins have the same weight. The liar is as bad as the fornicator. The liar is as bad as the adulterer. The liar is as bad as the murderer. Because some lies, and when you lie, it's worse than murdering the person. Backbiting. You go behind the person, lie. Just to discredit the person. Journalists. That's what journalists, they don't stop. Nowadays, it's like in the name of trending. The kind of things people can do on social media. Sometimes you, you see a YouTube video and the title eh, is so sensational. If you go and open, you realize that it has nothing to do with it. How many of you have, have experienced that before? It's all lies. Just to get likes and views. Recently, I, I heard Archbishop Duncan Williams speaking and he was talking so bitterly. He said some newspaper did some headline. And you see, with newspapers, eh, the front page is what most people see. I don't think you remember the lesson you bought a newspaper but you have seen newspapers hanging you have seen front page headline things and what you see is what registers in your mind true or false Some, and, and the truth is that it is the headline news that you use to sell the newspaper you said they put something in front of some page trying to insinuate that the man was a drug dealer the man of God was a drug dealer but they were talking about another Duncan Williams but they knew the name Duncan Williams was once they say Duncan Williams is into drug dealing Aha! these men of God pastors they are not only chopping people's tight they are also selling drugs making money and wearing designer clothes 
and he was talking so bitterly about it and he said those of you who have been doing these things you will not go scot-free your children and your children's children will suffer then he broke into some postgraduate tongues and say hey, people are finished though there are some tongues when that man speaks eh? ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody who knows him person they say when he speaks in the tongues and you know he's lost three of his fingers and he puts that stamp of the hand on the table boom like that it means the matter is sealed whatever was said if you know go and kneel down and start begging he said you will suffer generations you will suffer lies may the lord deliver us from the spirit of lies sometimes even serving the house of god if you've not done something and your boss comes have you done it just be open if it is blasting no blast it's not written on you hallelujah it's not written on you you take it you too one day you get the opportunity to blast somebody <laughs> but speak the truth speak the truth lying is not only speaking some people the kind of image they've created of themselves on facebook is a lie it's, a lie. It's, it's not a real you we are seeing over there people go and take somebody's car and pose in it <laughs> selfie like that eh? and people will say hey Charlie congratulations you've got it and you are quiet you don't correct them it's lies they say hey Charlie your car is nice so this is, this is you've gone to borrow some necklace and people are giving you fast Charlie that thing is fine they say, <laughs> and you're enjoying the fast they say, you have come. it's lies hallelujah may the Lord deliver us from lies he said putting away lies speak every man truth with his neighbor for we are members of one another next he was building up to this whole don't give room to the devil that means lying can give room to the devil in your life it's a foothold and you can never shut the door if you have a lying tongue he said be ye angry say be ye angry it means you can be angry hallelujah it's, it's okay to be angry even Jesus at the point in time he got angry what did he do he took Abba lash the people so being angry is okay God gets angry sometimes he gets upset sometimes some people teach that once you become born again God can never get angry with you it is never true it's never true. I just spoke about Ananias and Sapphira. They were born again. Pa, I'm sure they were even baptized in the Holy Spirit. They were speaking in tongues. But he got angry with them. Hallelujah. You see, our relationship with God is like when you become a parent, you understand our relationship with God very well. It gives you further, deeper insight, more revelations into how our relationship with God is. My son is always misbehaving. They say don't sit here. He'll sit for a while. Looks religious and then show. <laughs> when he misbehaves, for that moment, me and him, we are not fine. I'm upset with him. But it doesn't change his DNA. The fact that he's my son, it, it, it can't change. That is how it is with God. Hallelujah. The fact that God is upset with you doesn't mean you are no longer his child. So as I've said that he will be upset with you which father will not get upset with his child when the child is not doing what he says he should do then you are not a correct father so when you misbehave God will get angry with you 
but it doesn't mean he has disowned you hey get away from me don't call me your father again i'm taking my name away from you no that's how our relationship with god is he said be ye angry and sin not let not the sun go down upon your wrath that means anger is another way in which you give room to the devil anger is another way in which you open the door for satan when i resume the teachings on unclean spirits one of the things i'll teach will be doorways to unclean spirits doorways there are some very subtle doorways some things be that can just open you up to unclean spirits and just destroy your life like that anger you are allowed to be angry but there is a time limit to the anger don't let the sun go down on it and in this church we interpret it to mean what 12 hours sun rises at six sets at six so within those 12 hours you must deal with the anger hallelujah because it is a foothold so long as you are holding on to that anger the devil's foot is in the way and you can't shut the door in his face totally the bible talks about the fact that the, the one who cannot control his anger can, cannot exercise control over his spirit is like a broken down city and a city without walls can you imagine a city without walls those days when people just decide that look this city is mine i'll come and take it nowadays i don't know why people don't have that spirit where kumasi people say i want to come and take Accra. but those days they were taking cities and sometimes i wonder what has changed in human nature that we have stopped all of these things you are like a city whose walls are broken down walls do two things one they are for protection and two it demarcates your boundaries when your walls are down you don't have boundaries angry people don't have boundaries they do things they are not supposed to do they say things they are not supposed to say they, they make utterances they are not supposed to make sometimes in the anger crowd it makes people overstep their bounds your boss that has angered you that you are supposed to show respect to you can open your mouth and say today let me tell you my peace of mind i've had this thing for too long I've, I've had it up to here what is this what is this i'm tired of your nonsense <laughs> and sometimes after you have spoken you realize you have embarrassed yourself who respect you if you don't come and say oh i didn't know you were like that when those things are said to you eh, it's like a knife has been thrown into your heart i didn't know you were like i'm disappointed in you when you're angry you are like somebody without walls you are open and one of the things you are open to is further exaggeration of your anger by the devil so long as you remain angry with your friend your sister your wife your husband your beloved your mind is open up to evil suggestions and evil what do you call it from satan the bible calls them imaginations casting down imaginations while you are angry the devil can come and exaggerate what it is the person has done in your mind but you realize that when the anger is gone when you think about the person it, it, it's more difficult for satan to 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 make you hate the person I don't know if you you know what i'm talking about while you are still upset with the person and you are angry with the person satan will come and bring suggestions oh this thing that she did cry is because she's admiring another guy and you leave deal with it 
<laughs> a lot of times what we think are thoughts are actually conversations we are having with Satan. The things we think are thoughts, especially when you are alone, uh, what do you call it? Styling your hair in front of the mirror or putting cream on your body. You think you are just thinking. Satan is whispering things into your ears. It is easiest when you are in a state of anger. You come and whisper all sorts of things. So it becomes a foothold. If you don't deal with it, it becomes a stronghold. And there are a lot of people walking around with strongholds around people in their minds. Their spouses, their friends, their roommates, their pastor, their whatever. Like strongholds. You've, you've created a stronghold. Now it becomes difficult to deal with. May the Lord break any strongholds in your mind concerning anybody. And most of the time, Satan does that where the people he knows you need in your life are concerned. Anger. You are exposed. That is why you need to deal with it within 12 hours. Build the walls back. Because the enemy is looking to invade. Come into your life and cause havoc. Why do you think simple things people do become big issues? Most of the divorces I've heard about, it was little things. It wasn't big things, small, small things. The anger was not dealt with. The walls were down for a long time. And the enemy threw arsenal, threw weapons, threw axes, swords, spears. Into At the time they realized the whole thing had been destroyed. All because the walls were down for too long. The Bible is saying, don't give room to the devil. Look sometimes people are looking for healing they can't get the healing they pray for the healing the healing doesn't come there may be something in the doorway a foot in the doorway that makes it impossible for you to shut the door to the enemy totally and you need to deal with it why do you think jesus when he was teaching them to pray said lead us not into temptation it's, it's a serious thing to fall into temptation but deliver us from evil these are evil things there may be something in the doorway unforgiveness bitterness they stand in our way it's a foot in the way your door will never close the enemy always has a look in he can always peep in if you allow him he will even have strength to open the door and bring in even more wicked spirits into your life there's something in the doorway so you go for prayer meeting and pray and pray and pray and you are not seeing answers there is something that is leaking the power of the prayer it's like you are trying to fill a milk tin that has a hole under it you put it in it comes out, put it in, comes out put it in, comes out, you continue feeling and feeling and feeling and you are not seeing any results it's because there is a door somewhere that is open and most of the time these doors are subtle things that we do not pay attention to anger, bitterness offense when your heart is full of offense you are offended this person promised to do this thing for me and he hasn't done it and you're holding the person and get to know that when you are not forgiving people you are not you are not making yourself qualified to gain forgiveness because when jesus was teaching them how to pray he said forgive us our trespasses as what we forgive those who trespass against us you are not forgiving those who are trespassing against you but i expect god to forgive you your sins no there is a foot somewhere something is preventing you from closing the door totally i pray that god will give us the grace to identify those things the the, the feet that are preventing the doors from closing because christians pray and they don't see results 
it's got the same devil you go and bind 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 you have opened your door for him to come in what is the use of your binding it's just a waste of energy you just went to scream you just went to shout you just went to sweat but if you identify the door and shut it shut it sometimes it's pride you are just proud you don't want to take correction when you are corrected no you don't take it i've given you the characteristics of pride when a fault is pointed in you immediately you are scanning your mind to find a counter fault you you never accepted that okay this one let, let me go and pray about it no you too you must fire some is that have you finished the person finished and saying and even you too so so and so and so and so so you to go and deal with it it's a manifestation of pride when your suggestions are not taken meeting you say this and you expect that when you give the suggestion everybody says so matter finished the matter is settled this is wisdom divine wisdom oh god we thank you we thank you matter is finished and people come and punch holes in the thing you get angry it is the spirit of pride when you can't ask for help when you need help it is pride that's what means difficult for me to ask for things so you are just professing that you you have the spirit of pride sitting on your neck when you need help ask don't assume people are mind readers around you that's one of the biggest killers of relationships and marriages when you assume your spouse is a mind reader but you should know that i want this you should know maybe yesterday he or she would have known but today the circumstances are different because when he went to work something big happened and his mind is not as sharp as it was yesterday so if he's not seeing tell him charlie see 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 hallelujah when you assume the person is a is, is a mind reader and you get upset with her because she was supposed to have seen when you two you were supposed to have asked and you didn't ask you are being unfair to the person even god who knows our heart and knows all that we need he says when it comes to him ask what you are going to ask he knows it already but he still says ask then you are not being fair to the human being what about a human being who can't see the heart he can't see your soul he can't see your mind he can't see your desires he can't see your needs god sees all of these things but he says ask and it shall be given unto you don't be unfair to people hallelujah there are a lot of little little things that are fit in the doorway and we can never shut the door completely on the enemy and we need to deal with them we need to deal with them prolong anger prolong anger you believe you have a point and satan comes and fuels it and you continue to stay in that state you are like a city with broken down walls the enemy will fire arrows at you he will fire spears at you he'll fire swords at you he'll fire all his arsenal at you and that is how you will not be living a victorious christian life i pray that god will deliver us from all this little foothold says give no place to the devil don't give any place to the devil don't give any place impatience is one prolonged anger is, is one of the impatience is another thing that opens the door gives a place to the devil when you are impatient with the promises of God when you are impatient with the things that must happen in your life 
it's not everything that is a delay that is from the devil some of the things must delay because you are not ready for it you are not ready it, it has to delay there are certain things you need to deal with first so when you are impatient like that you jump at any opportunity that comes especially when it comes to marriage and things like that the ladies can get impatient and as a result of the impatience you will open a door for the enemy to come and enter your life this day and age with social media and everything the pressure can be strong when people are celebrating their people and doing this and that and, and save their date and this and this and all kinds of things pressure meanwhile all the people that are coming you can sense in your spirit that they are not for you you need to be patient and allow God to bring the right person hallelujah impatience will just make you take the wrong decision you're going for the wrong person they'll use you as a punching bag they will abuse you insult you do work all kinds of things and then you realize your christianity is down to zero all because you were impatient you just opened the door for satan the young men be patient it's not anybody who just comes and twists the body in front of you know oh, my eyes have beheld the glory oh god thou art a wonderful creator <laughs> be patient impatience has made people marry witches witches Christian brother they marry witches it is in the mind that you realize that hey be ye call like that all because you were impatient you are in a hurry to produce the next generation look at what Abraham's impatience has caused us now anytime you hear of any war in the Middle East it is Papa Amy he's a cause God had given you a promise wait he said God I will help you. you you need some help let me help you for the prophecy to come to pass I will help you went and produced Ishmael and now look Isaac's descendants Ishmael's descendants they are at loggerheads all the time recently the crisis in Iran that thing is not handled well it could easily become World War III it's, it's a very serious matter the assassination of that Iranian general if we don't listen to news all you know is kumkumbagai like it is a serious matter that can that can end in a war world war all it takes is for those superpowers those people with all the military might to somebody to some people to align with iran and the others to align with the united states and that is it it's a world war and most likely if anybody is going to align with iran it will be people like russia it will be people like china yeah and they also have artillery and the numbers then the britain and the france and if these people control the world if they are fighting it means whether you like it or not you are fighting the things they manufacture you are using them everybody is using either an american made food or a chinese made food <laughs> if these people are fighting then we are fighting and nowadays the warfare is not just the bombs and things so it's economic warfare sanctions will come here and there this one say okay so me too i'll not give you oil i'll not give you a crude oil to do this it will affect all of us whether we like it or not and it's all because of 
papa Abi. impatience especially when you have a powerful destiny and there is a powerful word upon your life you must live your life in patience because what it means is that your mistakes will affect several generations Abraham's time I'm sure there are a lot of people who did what Abraham did it looks like it was a culture in those days if you are not giving birth oh your maid will give birth for you and it was something people used to do by him alone because of the thing that was sitting upon his head look at the effect I want to tell you that there is something sitting upon your head there is a certain grace upon you there is a certain glorious destiny and because of that you must be careful and patient with every decision and every move that you make because others may come and suffer because of your mistakes impatience it opens the door as I said anything that qualifies as disobedience it opens the Bible says sin lieth at the door. So sin is like the porter, the gatekeeper. It decides what comes in and what doesn't come in. That's why nobody can convince me that sin is not an issue again in the life of a believer. Sin has its consequences. It opens doors. It opens doors. If sin will open the door, it won't open the door to angels. It will open the door to devils into your life with the sins that are in your life don't get too comfortable with them deal with the sins sometimes we get comfortable with those weaknesses and they are like that foot that will never cause the door to shut completely the moment you deal with them the devil is shut out and you realize your prayers are answered more because that hole in the melting has been sealed so now your prayers begin to make more meaning hallelujah when you are praying, praying this, 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 and you still open the door for the devil as I said it's like you're just leaking you're just leaking like that you may see like oh, a breakthrough for a while but the leakage will eventually catch up with you and today you will seal every leakage in your life in the name of Jesus anger impatience sin anything that qualifies as disobedience being at the wrong place at the wrong time it's another way of giving the devil a foothold in your life being at the wrong place being with the wrong people David was supposed to go to the battle but he decided he'll stay at home maybe you is a prayer meeting you are supposed to attend and he decided to stay at home it is church you are supposed to come today. A lot of people didn't come to church. Call them and find out why. Tell them they should not give any place to the devil. Maybe it's church you are supposed to be in. And you decide to be somewhere else. Look at what happened to David just because he was at the wrong place. The battlefield was waiting for him. The general himself. He decided, no, I'm going to take a, a stroll on my rooftop. It is the day you decide not to come to church. That is when that Amalekite boy will send you. How are you? I've missed you. Why? Hey, won't you mind me? That is when you decide to initiate that call. You say, can I do a video call? Sometimes they will be asking. 
Straight, 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 video call. Somebody said, as for this guy, anytime he calls me, he's almost naked. Don't look at me as if these things are strange. You know what I'm talking about now. <laughs> anytime he calls me, he's naked. Almost naked. Being at the wrong place, at the wrong time, with the wrong people. It is a doorway for Satan. It's a prayer meeting. You will not come. What are you doing? You are, you are not learning. You are, you are not sleeping. You are, you are not this. So where, where are you? What are you doing? Sitting in the seat of the scornful. <laughs> Gossiping, talking about unnecessary things. The wrong place. At the wrong time. With the wrong people. This year you must cut some people out of your life. People who don't add any value. You must violently bundle them out of your life. But if they are dead, you will never break out too. They are holding the prison gate key. They are holding the gate key. One gentleman who is in this church came to see me about something. I said, there are some three ladies. Anytime they call me, the kind of things they are talking about, it's like me. I'm born again. I don't like such things. I don't like those kind of things. I said, cut them off. Because gradually you become comfortable with the things they are saying. The time you realize your walls are breaking down, your barriers are breaking down, the time you realize you have compromised big time. As I cut them off. Are they your mother's daughters? You don't owe them anything. Unnecessary chats and unnecessary conversations with all sorts of people. Asking you private questions that even your mother, you a lady, your mother cannot ask you. They have the effrontery to ask you those things, and you're also answering. You are breaking down barriers. Those of you who are in ministry and you have spiritual daughters, know the boundaries to the conversations you have with them. I'm talking about the guys, the papas, no. Who have daughters know the boundaries to the conversations you have with them. It's not every gory detail you must ask for, especially when they're having issues with sexual sin. And how did you like that? And, and how did he touch you? And how did he do this? And this is a, mm, okay, okay, okay. And then you are imagining all sorts of things, and doors of last will be open. The time you realize you'll be lasting after your own spiritual daughter, and this is they happen. Is because people were not sober, they were not vigilant, they did not keep their door shut. I know great men of God who have impregnated spiritual daughters. Yes. All because they were careless. So you two, when they are asking you the questions and it's going to do, you say, Charlie, take your time small. I'm shy. I can't talk about these things. The things that open doors to last, you never know. You cannot imagine. You can't imagine. So how many times did you do it? And this and this and this. And this and this. All kinds of gory details that are unnecessary. The person needs prayer, pray. Even there are certain prayers, cry out that if you are going to pray, you must have a female around you. One guy who thought he was anointed many years ago, when who announced that, very, very anointed guy, 
some girl came to see him that she has a problem with lust and sexual sin and then then the emmy are you this guy you are living in a one-bedroom apartment he said the girls should come for deliverance instead of going to look for some park to do deliverance he said you do it in your one-bedroom apartment when he laid hands on her because he was anointed that last full spray started manifesting she started undressing and touching his cheeks the guy slept with her there whether it was the demons that he was sleeping with or the woman he was sleeping with that was the end of his ministry the guy never rose again he opened the door for the devil he gave the devil a foothold and he opened the door and invaded his life and truncated his ministry sometimes wisdom 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 is that door that will help you to escape how can you have a deliverance for a lady alone and even when you are going to do deliverance for people eh, one of the things leaders i'll start teaching you certain things very soon deliverance you're going to have a deliverance session a, a planned deliverance there are some deliverances that are not planned they just come like that in the middle of services and a planned deliverance the person must come in either shorts or trousers is a female yeah a standard don't come wearing some skimpy this and down before you are doing this and this and that and that even there are some services when you are going there eh, you have to wear a very long skirt because you don't know what is going to happen i remember i went somewhere to minister i started ministering the chaos said this is some like this started manifesting in some way at the back one of the male ushers he was holding the cloth like that he got the <laughs> he put his head and he threw it and the thing missed the lady <laughs> the cloth missed the lady the cloth missed the... he didn't know what to do he didn't know what to do sometimes the problem is that the ushers themselves don't know how to usher when a lady is under the anointing the first thing you secure are the legs and you see people holding hands and things and they say no secure the legs first that's how it's done what if you made me start talking about that one <laughs> you don't open doors for the devil by heart don't open doors gentlemen you open doors for the devil by lasting after women with your eyes not everybody you see nice but when you see the nice body you just give thanks to god oh god you are a good creator great are you lord move on and when you start imagining details details of the caps i told you it at that time be not deceived some of the coca-cola it is the can that is under the thing it's not a coca-cola bottle there are things people are doing to deceive us <laughs> you imagine this and see hey, what will it be like and this and this and this and this and this and same with your beloved don't be imagining what she will look like on the day her clothes are off you are opening doors don't give satan any foothold me i tell people don't go and sleep on the bed of your beloved the sleeping on the bed is not the sin but what it can lead to is what i'm worried about maybe you you have fire all over around you you are alagbadaina the one that is closed with fire so you can never be tempted but those who are flesh and blood 
and they have blood running through their veins you must be sensible hallelujah it is not a lie on the bed so if you've been lying on the bed it's not a sin that is not a sin it is what it can lead to you lie on the bed wearing skirt you sleep there are some people when they sleep they can sleep in one corner they can be there for the whole one hour two hours that they are some people by the time you come one head is here one leg is there if it's supposed to cry their nose crowd will move and go to the corner over there and the gentleman too is with you in the room and you are turning turning he, he can't sleep you think you can't sleep you can't sleep and all sorts of images you are giving him more battles to fight you are giving him another prayer topic images that will get registered in his mind and on the day he's spiritually immunosuppressed satan will play back do you remember and then brah will start saying sweating hey you have to do binding and losing don't give the devil any room don't give the devil any room even married people have to be careful these days affairs are very easy those days you have to meet the person physically now with social media and things like that oh it only starts as a chat oh this person makes me laugh oh he, i just enjoy his company the moment you get home first thing you bath no jesus he just goes here hi i'm home yes then you start chatting oh this person the first day I, I had a chat with him we could chat for like three hours it's like he gets me you know my, 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 my wife doesn't get my jokes but he gets me he understands my jokes like we click we are like soulmates don't open the door for the devil don't open the door oh he understands me he's, he's so, so understanding he's, he's, he's what my, my husband is not he's what my wife is not and you deceive yourself that oh it's just chatting we are just chatting oh my workmate we are just chatting we are not doing anything but that is where emotional infidelity comes in infidelity is not only physical you can be married to somebody and be completely emotionally detached from the person and be emotionally attached to somebody who you've never slept with or never even had and trust me emotional infidelity is more painful even than the physical one that is why when women cheat their husbands it tends to be more painful people are like oh why is it that the, the men cheat and the women are able to forgive most of the time when men cheat is body they cheat with their body it's purely physical when a woman cheats it is with her body her mind her soul her heart her spirit her whole being is inside and it starts with this little chat 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 this person understands me this person understands me you can't be there and somebody i know a marriage that broke because the couple were having problems with with childbirth and the lady there was this guy in their church why no prayer warrior prayer warrior like you know i, I pray for people that kind of thing and he says helping the lady in prayer so he'll call her midnight and they'll be praying on the phone and your husband too is a christian it's not like he's an amalekite why won't you pray with him i know they used to go for retreats and things like that but as the delay was coming and things maybe he was looking for a higher anointing to deal with the thing talking in the middle of the time now it got to a time she was hiding their conversations like she didn't want the husband to know she was chatting with the guy so whenever he calls she'll leave the room and things like that. and these things open the door for suspicion and all sorts of that. as i'm speaking now they are divorced they are divorced give no place to the devil 
Don't give any place to the devil. Keep no place to the devil. When in a relationship they say you are too hard up, you are too tight. Tell them that is how I like it. That is how it's supposed to be. I've said this several times here. If you are in a relationship, you are not married. How far is too far? Anything you cannot do with a third person present is too far. Even if it is a hug and you can't do it with a third person there, it means the hug, you know, I think now they hug and you're correct. It means the mind with which you are hugging is not correct. Why can't you hug your beloved when pastor is standing there? I should be able to stand there and you hug if your mind is clean. If you can't do it there with a third person, it means there is something wrong somewhere. Give no place to the devil. You must be with the right people at the right time doing the right things. Don't skip prayer meeting for your beloved. Reschedule the meeting. That's what the prayer come and pray. Hallelujah. Otherwise, when you're doing that, the beloved is becoming an idol in your life. And God is a jealous God. God, when he, when, when he starts getting jealous, it's dangerous. He clears his enemies. <laughs> he clears his enemies. He says, no, no, you can't come and be taking my blood. You find someone in the time you say, confusion, confusion. Oh, they broke him. I say, oh. But it's the doing of the Lord. And it is marvelous in our sight. Give no place to the devil. I've talked about prolonged anger. As a way of giving a place to the devil I've talked about disobedience I've talked about impatience I've talked about being at the wrong place At the wrong time Ungodly conversations And then careless overconfidence Careless overconfidence That's some believers they believe Oh Charlie I got it Got it I'm up there up there I had a chat with one gentleman young guy he used to be very judgmental because he he has been able to keep himself like you know very 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 judgmental he called me and said Dr. I need to have a chat with you I think God is teaching me a lesson <laughs> I was like be careful of what you attribute to God some of the things is your own body that is leading you into certain things hey, now he doesn't know why that some people when he sees them some things are happening to his body and he can't take them out of his mind say, oh, deal with it deal with it those days when you were there you felt like Charlie me I come for Uticos you are sitting by the side of the window those those bah! when you fall then you realize that you are a human being the Bible says examine yourself to see whether you are in the faith from time to time you must examine yourself one of these days I'll preach on backsliding backsliding can be so subtle eh? the time your eyes are open hey, most of backsliding it, it happens as a drift a drift is a subtle kakran kakran small 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 you don't realize time you realize the distance between you and God is so far away so it's so, so wide but then we have shifts too you know some people they just change all of a sudden, maybe some traumatic thing happened in their life. They expected God to save them from it. God didn't do it. So God, I bow plus you. I'm gone. You won't see me again. 
I'm annoyed. I got the children and they'll fold the arms. <laughs> I'm bored with God. So stop going to church. That's a shift. It's a minority of the cases. Most people, it is a gradual shift. Young man, you know the kind of woman that cause your hormones to show you that you are alive. Young lady, you know the kind of things that cause your mind to go in a certain direction. Don't be overconfident. Don't play around certain things. The Bible says, can you carry fire in your bosom and not get bent? Can you carry fire and not get bent? Stop being overconfident. Know that you are flesh and blood and the flesh can disgrace you. Your flesh, it will disgrace you. The time you realize you have been disgraced. There are certain things you must put a stop to early. That boy in class is always trying to hold you in a certain way. There's only when they hug you, you can know that this hug was a last for one. You put them in their place early. Otherwise, he does this once, two, three times, you begin to enjoy it. Now, when he comes, hey, today he didn't hug me. Don't give me a hug. There are times to hug and times not to hug. Hallelujah. I've shown you the scripture before. Ecclesiastes 3, I think verse 5. Show it. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. I think it's verse 5. A time to cast away stones, a time to gather stones, a time to what? Embrace, and a time to refrain from embrace. There are times when you now you know your hormones are fooling around. You have become like a neuron. A raw nerve. Even if air passes on your face, cry, it feels ticklish. <laughs> those are not the times you go and be holding on to people. And funny enough, those are the times that you feel like you need people around you to show you some love. But the Bible says there is a time to embrace. And a time to refrain from it. If you are married, there, that is the time you must hold on to your husband. Hallelujah. But until then, you have a battle to fight with self-control. Amen. Tell somebody, don't give any place to the devil. Don't give any place to the devil. Don't be overconfident. Tell somebody, don't be overconfident. So my prayer for you today. Is that in order for your prayers not to be negated, in order for your prayers to be brought to naught, in order for you not to allow a foothold in the door that will ensure that you can never shut the door fully on Satan. Because you see, this year, the year of breaking out, you must see results in your life. And anything that is in your life that is like a foot in the door, that is preventing the door from closing totally on the devil must be taken out and taken out radically some of the things may seem very subtle but my prayer for you today is that God will open your eyes and give you discernment to be able to identify those things in your life to shut those doors so that the blessings of God don't leak out and you start seeing increase in your life I want you to stand to your feet as we pray this prayer I want you to stand to your feet
Bible says be sober and be vigilant for your adversary the devil walketh about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour I've given a lot of examples I've spoken about a lot of things I've talked about unnecessary conversations I've talked about keeping unnecessary company being with the wrong people at the wrong time you know the series I did some time ago on the Christian and the contemporary world I'm going to do it again I dealt with the Christian and music the Christian and alcohol the Christian and social media all sorts of things those of you who were there don't think you will not learn anything new if you remember I preached on witchcraft some time ago at a midweek service for 45 minutes when I did witchcraft again I needed four services to do it so I'm going to bring new revelations hallelujah so, so don't think oh we were here during those days so uh, we know we know we know we know you don't, you don't know much <laughs> There are more things I'll say that you didn't know. Amen. The first time for witchcraft, 45 minutes. The second time, four services. More information. So I'm going to deal with that thing again. The, the Christian and music, the Christian and alcohol, the Christian and money, the Christian and social media, the Christian and fashion. All those things, I'm going to deal with them again. Because sometimes some of these things are doorways that open our lives to the devil. Today you want to pray anything that is a foothold in your life that is keeping the door open to the enemy and that is causing you not to see the effects of your prayer because as i told you you are binding the devil you are losing the devil you are you are praying against satan but you have opened the door for him to come back all the time you will never see the results you want to see in your life i want you to lift up your voice this morning you want to pray the lord let that foothold be removed let that foothold removed maybe the foothold has even become a stronghold already you want to pray the lord let that stronghold be cast down out of my life in the name of jesus lift up your voice and pray lift up your voice and pray lift up your voice and pray you must stop those conversations you, you must gather the courage to bundle certain people out of your life to take some people out of your life there are some tough decisions you need to take if you want to walk in total victory lift up your voice and pray you must deal with that anger you, you must deal with that prolonged anger you must deal with that bitterness otherwise you continue to pray and pray you continue to bind and lose you continue to fight the devil but once there is a door that is open you will never see the results you need to see lift up your voice and pray May the Lord give you the grace to deal with that anger problem. May the Lord give you the grace to deal with that bitterness problem. May the Lord give you the grace to deal with that problem of impatience. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, turn every impatient heart. Manifestation of the fruits of the spirit, temperance, long suffering, gentleness, meekness. The Lord gives us the fruit of the spirit as protection against the invasion of the enemy in our life. 
conversations that you have ungodly company that you keep you want to pray that Lord let that foothold be removed let that foothold be taken away that anger that bitterness that offense that continually opens the door for the enemy you have prayed many prayers but it is that open door that open door that is causing you not to get results your healing may not be coming because there is a certain door of unforgiveness somewhere Lord grant us a grace to kick out the foothold of the enemy Shut the door completely in the face of the devil because this year you must break out. This year your potential must shine forth. This year you must break out of a certain comfort zone. There are things God has laid upon your heart for years, but you haven't been able to move those things to come into being. It may be because there is a certain door you have opened to the devil and today in the name of Jesus we command those doors to be shut. We command the foothold to be kicked out of our lives. Pride, bitterness, offense, lust, lying. Let them be taken out of our hearts. Let them be taken out of our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Son of the Living God. Sometimes shutting the doors to the enemy means taking some tough decisions. It means taking some decisions that may be uncomfortable for you. It means coming out of a certain comfort zone that you are used to. It means bundling Jonah and throwing him out of the vessel. Because so long as that Jonah remains in the vessel, that vessel is bound for a shipwreck. It will never reach its destination. Your destiny is so powerful. Your destiny is so beautiful. It is going somewhere. But so long as that Jonah is in that vessel, you will never reach that destination. Today you want to pray the Lord. Give me the boldness. Jesus. I need to take some decisions. Amen. I need to carry Jonah out of the vessel even though he has paid his ship fare. I need to block some people out of my life. I need to delete some numbers on my phone. I need to stop having ungodly conversations with certain people. I need to stop spending too much time with certain people. I know they are not influencing my life positively. But I need the grace to take those tough decisions. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. The Lord, give me the strength. Give me the grace. Give me the grace. Give me the grace. There are some people you need to tell certain things to straight in the face. Receive that boldness today. To be able to say it as it's supposed to 
In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, receive the spirit of boldness. The Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and power and of a sound mind. Receive boldness, boldness to take tough decisions. Receive boldness and the strength to carry Jonah and to bundle him out of the ship. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, may the Lord give you the grace and the strength to resolve in your heart today that Jonah must leave the vessel. That Jonah must go out of the vessel. Jonah may not necessarily be a human being. Jonah may be a mindset. Jonah may be a habit. Jonah may be a certain weakness. Hey, but today receive the strength to carry Jonah and throw him out. Because that vessel is heading for the shipwreck. That vessel is about to crash. That ship is about to sink. Jonah must get off. Jonah must come out. Jonah must be lifted off. Jonah must be thrown off. That habit of a Jonah. That weakness of a Jonah. That human being of a Jonah. That mindset of a Jonah. So long as Jonah was in the vessel, the Bible said they kept throwing out valuable things from the ship just to make it light for it to float. You are throwing away too many valuable things just to accommodate Jonah. You are losing too many valuable things. You are losing too many valuable relationships, including your relationship with God. Just because you want to manage Jonah, but Jonah is not supposed to be managed. Jonah is supposed to be thrown out. Jonah is supposed to be bundled out. Jonah is supposed to be carried out. Today, receive the grace, receive the strength, receive the boldness to carry Jonah and throw Jonah out. There is a Jonah in your vessel. There is a Jonah in your boat. There is a Jonah on your ship. That must come off for your ship to reach what it is supposed to reach. So long as Jonah is on the ship, all these plenty prayers, you will not see the resource that you expect to see. You will not grow the way you expect to grow. You will not reach the heights you expect to reach. Some people are close to a shipwreck and must take a drastic decision today. Must take a drastic decision now. Because tomorrow may be too late. The ship is about to sink. And the ship is about to wreck. Jordan must be bundled out. Some people must be blocked from your contacts today. You must block some people on Facebook. You must block some people on Instagram. You must block some people on WhatsApp. You must let some things out of your life. That addiction may be your children. That 
Jonah. Be free from Jonah. Be free from Jonah. Your ship must take the right course. Your ship is not going to sink. Your destiny is not going to sink. You shall realize your fullest potential. Let every door to the enemy be shut. In the name of Jesus, he said, I am he who opens and no man can shut. I shut and no man can open. The solution to the attacks of the enemy on our lives, the solution to those doorways is prayer. Amen. Jesus told Peter that Peter, Satan has sought to sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you. Amen. Sometimes Satan looks at our lives and says, Things are too calm. Sifting means you are shaking. The solution is prayer. Today you want to pray that Lord, let the spirit of prayer come upon me. Amen. Let the spirit of Elijah, let the spirit of supplication come upon me. You realize that if you are a prayerful person, you will constantly walk in victory. Because I told you, as for the enemy, you can't kill him. He will go and come back. He left Jesus for a season and came back. He will always come back. But when he comes back, may he meet you on your knees. May he meet you in the place of prayer. May he meet you in your war room, strategizing how to defeat him. You want to pray that God let the spirit of prayer come upon him. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. Say today. I receive the spirit of prayer. Say today. I receive the mantle of prayer. In the name of Jesus. Say today. I reject laziness. Say I reject laziness. Say it loudly. Say I reject. Check. I reject laziness in prayer in the name of Jesus. Say, I reject laziness in fasting in the name of Jesus. Say, today I open up my spirit. I receive the mantle of prayer. I receive the mantle of supplication in the name of Jesus. Say, I declare that on my knees, that on my knees, I shall put down, I shall put down, I shall root out, I shall root out, I shall construct, I shall build in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice. Begin to stir the spirit of prayer. Begin to stir the spirit of prayer. Lift up your force. Lift up your force. Lift up your force. The spirit of prayer. Hey, the Lord has raised some prayer giants, some prayer legends in this place in the name of Jesus.
place of prayer on your knees you can determine the destiny of your children on your knees you can determine where your children will end up on your knees you can determine how far your children will go Lord let them bed it a prayer let them bed it of intercession any heaviness upon your spirit where prayer is concerned we command that heaviness to be lifted up in the name of Jesus let the passion for prayer be restored let the passion for intercession be restored let the passion for tearing down strongholds be restored he said in that day the shock shall fall from up the neck of the people even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered for i shall contend with them that contend with you say of the lord we contend on our knees we contend in prayer we claim in prayer we win in our closets we win in the war room the unction of the intercessor, the grace of the intercessor, the power of the intercessor, the power of the warrior, the power of the conqueror to change things, to cause changes, to cause shifting. Things will begin to shift, things will begin to move, mountains will begin to move, valleys will be exalted. Shiftings are taking place. Movements are taking place. Repositionings are taking place. It will happen on your knees. It will happen in your prayer closet. He said, I sought for a man to stand in the gap. Shadakataya. Let the spirit of Elijah. Let the spirit of Elijah. Let the spirit of Elijah you tonight the spirit of prayer the spirit of joshua the spirit of killing the spirit that makes you sick that we are well able to take this land we are well able to take this territory oh let there be a stirring let there be a stirring i sense a stirring in somebody's spirit I sense a stirring. I sense a boiling in somebody's spirit. It is the spirit of the intercessor. It is the spirit of the warrior. It is the spirit of the conqueror. It is the spirit that was upon Jeremiah. Every stronghold shall be broken. Every high thing shall come down. Struggle shall be broken. Hey, I can't talk to you. 
Father, the glory Son, the glory Holy Spirit. Forever, O oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. In Jesus' most excellent name, have we prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Shall we put our hands together for the Lord? We trust you have been blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed. Overflow! Shall I overflow?